Hello and welcome to How to AI, a show that's all about what it takes to apply AI in the real world to real world problems. My name's Tim Kelly, and in this episode I'm interviewing Tom Linford, who's Chief Bot Lead at AGL. We talk about what it took to introduce chatbots at AGL, and this is a topic that would be relevant for a lot of companies who potentially stand to uh, save a lot by automating certain customer service processes um, and interactions via chatbots. And uh, it's super valuable, I think, to be able to talk to somebody who's been there, done it themselves, and learned about what works, what doesn't, not just technically, but also in terms of the organizational change involved in uh, introducing this kind of tech. So I hope you enjoy the interview. So I first joined AGL back in March 2017. Uh, I was initially brought in to take a look at what opportunities we had using AI in um, impacting our customer experience, obviously for the better. Um, we currently had a live person chat and messaging deployed for our digital customer support. Um, I was uh, had lots of experience previously uh, working on that platform as well as bot, you know, bot providers. So uh, they brought me in really to specialise and to have a look at categorising what opportunities we had, and then um, working with a, a the innovation team um, at AGL on deploying and building a POC that the business could um, have a look at and start to understand the opportunities a little more. And what was that first POC? So the first POC we looked at, um, we had a, a very broad look uh, across our customer experience space for our retail business. And we wanted to focus on um, opportunities that were currently either missing in our digital um, offering or experiences where customers were giving us feedback that you know we could be uh, we could be doing better. So we decided that it was very very important, and this was a. I'm very glad that we made the decision not to focus on one particular, I suppose, business journey. We actually chose four to start with. All four were integrated with our backend, um, which was another one of our key you know, our must-haves. We definitely acknowledged the uh, trust as well as the engagement issues in energy and we wanted to really do our best to um, push those in, you know, push those in the right direction. So we kicked off with payments, account balance, previous bills or bill copy and disconnections, which, uh, look, a lot of people actually, um, you know, are surprised by that and you know surprised by us allowing a bot to look after disconnections for a customer to that i say it's actually been to date our most successful <laughs> it's been our most successful um bot delivered consistently uh, achieves a higher um customer experience score than agents taking you know human agents taking the same traffic and the feedback that we actually get from customers were you know is so refreshing you know and you know we get response rates in you know upwards 40 45 percent when we survey our customers you know a lot of that is really really positive feedback saying 
I've used bots before, you know, I, you know, I wasn't looking forward to this, but you really surprised me. Um, you know, keep up the great work. Alfie's awesome. I would definitely recommend when people do look at their, look at their initial use cases, not to be afraid of looking outside, um, I suppose the, the stock standard, you know, there are some really great opportunities that I think get overlooked, um, by a lot of businesses. Um, where they could actually make it a massive impact in, on the customer experience. Because, you know, my sort of mantra with, you know, really agreeing and identifying what to focus on is, you know, is it going to improve the customer experience? You know, that's, that's top um, to ensure success. So improve customer experience or is it going to offer an experience that's not in place currently? They're the, they're the two things that basically, if one of those aren't ticked for me, I, I ask a lot of questions as to why we're, why we're focusing on delivering this through conversational UI. Is there a better, is there a better place for it? Um, is this the best use of our time? So from then, we've actually uh, delivered uh, an additional 12 different use, um, like customer journeys, yeah, wow. um, everything from payment extension to um, uh, updating um, contact details, all that sort of stuff. Um, we've really focused in on transactional rather than FAQ. Um, we find that that actually allows us to build the trust required to uh, support AI in the future. You know, um, the real key to success in the long term is fostering a you know, trust in, in the relationship of, with your customer. Without it, um, when you start looking at some of the really cool stuff that AI does, that line between, um, oh my God, that's a great experience and how did you know that information about me yeah. um, can get a little blurred. So you need to start working on um, the trust with your customer from the first interaction. And um, it is a it is a process and you need to take your time. It's not something that you can just win or pay for. It's um, built over time and it's essential. Mm, mm, absolutely. I'm interested to know a bit about what the organisational sort of uh, vibe was when you entered with regards to bots and AI and how you are able to, I mean, often there are misconceptions and there's, you know, preconceived ideas about what's possible and what's not. What did that look like in your context and what were some of the things that you were able to do or the help that you got to be able to overcome those and, you know, get some of those early runs on the board? Yeah, look, I, I absolutely agree with you that um, we, we face those concerns from many stakeholders, you know, and that really uh, appeared in stakeholders questioning whether or not the customer experience was going to be up to scratch and that it was going to be able to make sure that our customers are supported and feel as though they're valued. So what we did to really work through that and get those and get those stakeholders on board, we um, really, I suppose, put uh, press pause on any development work um, and we sat down and we listened and we did a lot of, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one meetings. We did a lot of group sessions um, and really, you know, using human-centered design to get into um, 
what the real root cause and the root concerns were um, with with these particular stakeholders. Um, and as you as you alluded to, a lot of a lot of those root concerns were um, coming from a place that kind of Hollywood created in, in a lot of instances. You know, um, stakeholders either had really bad previous experiences for bots that, you know, um, somebody had obviously not really invested a whole lot of time and effort in and, you know, provided a pretty poor experience. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum, we had stakeholders that, um, that truly believed that AI um, was you know, ready to be a sentient being. Um, and, you know, it, look, AGL's a big business and, you know, we were able to really, I suppose, harness both ends of that spectrum. Um, you know, the, from the customer, you know, the customer experience side, um, we were able to work with them to really capture what was needed in order to provide that excellence in customer experience. Um, and then once we satisfied that, you know, they were some of our biggest advocates. Um, and on the other end, with people that, uh, you know, basically were ready for, you know, um, I suppose bots that could rule the world, um, they were they were already um, already sort of chomping at the bit to, um, to get that message out. Um, it was just about a little bit of discussion around capability and where we're currently at and... Um, the risks that um, certain certain technology has, and you know, we need to be careful, and we need to make sure that we eloquently uh, work with what we can do, rather than what could be done in say five years. Mm, yeah, yeah, sure. And how has that sort of progressed now from that those early days of putting together some bots and winning over those, you know, advocates to? You know, I suppose where you, where you are today, and yeah. what's that look like? What does the team? What, what sort of team have you put together? Um, yes. What have been your considerations there? So we we really started um, absolutely bootstrapped. Coming, we worked with the within the innovation team in AGL, which really allowed us to kind of um, remain below the radar while we needed to, and while we were learning. Um, what was going to work for AGL as a business and our and our customers? So once we made those, you know, uh, we, we we had those learnings, we were able to um, go out and hire and build this uh, purpose-built team. And you know, it's not something we rushed at all. We really understood that in order to be successful and successful to the grade that we wanted to be, it's all about the team. You need to have um, the right people in your group, and you need to have a really diverse bunch. So um, we, and that's not that's not something that ever stops for me, or you know, or for the AGL team. That is ongoing um, training and knowledge sharing. Uh, we have fortnightly masterclasses in different components of AI technology, um, things like conversational design, uh, natural language. Um, model management, basically all of these modules and components that people can start building a an idea about what AI could do in their business units. So they're, they're open to whoever wants to attend. Um, 
and we also have introduced an AI guild which um, allows us to really get the message out there more broadly in the business you know and that also provides a a mentoring um, opportunity so we uh, have people come along from different areas um, sharing their their ideas their problems uh, really come to us for advice on whether or not AI is the right tool um, to to deal with that so um, we've got a lot of education ongoing education and uh, learning opportunities that continually sort of push us in the right direction um, it's not one it's not one thing that actually um, made that change and you know I suppose that that is one thing I can testify to it is absolutely an ongoing process and is not something that can be done and dropped it needs to be kept up and maintained mm-hmm. sure and have any of those ideas that have come to the guild gone on to then be implemented as, as projects in the business yeah actually um quite an interesting one so when i was actually first approached to um to participate in the guild we were um just about to do a business-wide um you know, future state um, workshop and showcase for um, the wider business. And what I actually did um, for that uh, two-day event, I actually built a bot to support um, any of our staff or, you know, contractors that had any follow-up questions or any, um, you know, concerns or wanted to reach out to any of the guild leaders um, and needed their contact information so they didn't need to write it down. I created this Slack bot to, you know, purpose built for that solution, which was really, really well received. We, we do a lot of, a lot of that. It really helps with um, getting, getting our, our, our capability out to the wider business, but it also shows what the technology can do. Um, so it helps in that alignment as well. Yeah. I'm interested to know when uh, you get a new idea that comes in uh, through the guild or otherwise, how do you assess, is this actually the right kind of uh, problem that we should be using AI for? Yeah, cool. So we, we've actually got a, a really new, pro- uh, well, a fairly newly delivered process that um, I think actually um, has, is a huge step in the right direction. Um, what, we, what we do is... Um, a product manager or a, or a product lead will will work together with a person from IT or you know a person from a, the relevant area um, that is that has a problem to be solved, and they really have a whiteboard session. You know they spitball, they you know throw ideas around, and we do a lot of blue sky thinking to understand what the best possible solution is um, for, to solve that problem. And from there, we actually take it through a pretty stock standard, agile, um, you know, ideation, shaping, execution, monitor, train. Uh, we, all, we obviously have um, you know, some business gov- governance points in there as well um, to make sure that it's um, in line with the wider business strategy. But it's 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 been working really quite well. So basically, in order to get, I suppose, the wider business acceptance and to you know to have resources assigned um, after that initial sort of um, 
blue sky thinking session um you know you just need to refine that down um you know you can get support through that through um areas like the, you know teams like the guilds you know and then you know we can take something back to the business and go you know this is we're, we're confident that this is the right way about solving this problem and whilst keeping things really lean we are very much a business that um likes to work as close to our customers as possible and you know we will trial things we will um, get our customers feedback as often and as frequent as possible and and that's really how we how we like to work and how we like to ensure that we're um, solving the right things yeah yeah that's that's a, that's a really good approach yeah the other thing that I'm interested to know about is uh, with with AI more broadly we know you know reading all the time about new capabilities mm. and amazing demonstrations from Google or Facebook or whoever, are there any particular capabilities that have caught your eye that you think, oh, that's going to have a big impact on our business in, in the future? We need to get across that and start, you know, really um, working out how we can use it. Absolutely. So I would say the biggest one within the energy industry that I'm super keen on um, that I, I see as a really big disruptor is energy desegregation. So actually taking you know that raw level usage data um, and understanding and and modeling it in a way that is some at, at all useful I mean that that's that's a huge challenge in itself but you know taking that from you know just giving customers a you know a bird's eye view of you know certain certain you know household products that are using you know excess usage for example you know there is a massive massive um opportunity past that once you get that um that comprehension and understanding piece right you know that will open up doors to um proactive acknowledgement or pro you know proactive notification of you know uh, say your device, uh, you know, like a a device, a pool pump, for example, uh, you know, is on the blink. You know, pool pumps on average use a lot of energy. Um, you know, and you know, people with pools will always tell you, you know, they they really try and keep their pool pumps to a very specific time, you know, time period in a day to make sure that they're not spending, you know, a lot of money on it. Being able to identify patterns in that and notify the customer and say hey you know I can see that you're using this device um, you know at midday um, you know it, we can we can see that if you change the time the schedule to run after you know after 10 p.m the the likely outcome would be x dollars saved or you know you know x dollars off your bill and that's that's really where I think um, people's I suppose feeling of the energy industry will change um, when we're able to provide um, clear and valuable insight, actionable insight that is able to really impact a customer's day-to-day -day life and financial, um, you know, financial day-to-day -day transactions. It's very, um, very exciting, and it covers. A breadth of opportunities so yeah mm, mm. yeah no that's that's something I'm really excited about as well uh, I think that's 
Yeah, such, not, such trying a... not to give too much, too much away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of opportunity in that space, but you know, and yeah. we're you know, as a business, we're actively working on um, some really, really amazing stuff that. Um, I'm positive our customers are going to love. So mm-hmm. watch this space. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, one thing you mentioned before the podcast, uh, we we're talking about the origins of the the first bots that you were building, and that you actually were working with a startup um, in the early mm. early days. I'm interested just to get your your thoughts on. Uh, where what the role of startups working with teams like yours is um, in that you've got plenty of people out there doing innovative stuff and they're really hungry um, and you know I, would, I guess as a startup myself I, I know how valuable those kinds of um, relationships are from the startups perspective I'm interested to get to your, your, your perspective from an ent- enterprise perspective what value did you see in, and, and, and obtain from working with with a startup in that instance uh, it's absolutely um, very high on AGL's um, AGL's agenda. It's very important for us that we um, provide back to not only um, the consumer community, you know, the um, you know local community. It's actually you know just as important for us to be there and and support the business community um, to innovate and to prosper and offer opportunity and you know we love working with startups where you know where possible um, the relationship has you know especially with bots you know we had very limited knowledge um, internally when we first started so we were um, on the hunt for you know somebody a company that was willing to come on this journey with us and you know um, stay side by side and, and you know be in it for the long haul um, and really um, invest at a more personal level you know we've always found you know the this the startups that we've worked with to be um, really hungry and you know that's that's great and we're, we're happy to um, you know benefit from their amazing knowledge um, which we did if that opportunity um, gives them, opens their eyes to how, how big, you know, a, a larger business in, in um, you know, in Australia runs, you know, it's a really beneficial relationship both ways. We would not be where we, the success we are today within um, our conversational um, automation space without the early uh, relationships we fostered with, with, um, with a particular startup. Mm. You know, um, they've, been you know amazing yeah yeah wow yeah that's really powerful yeah yeah i think it's you know one of those things a lot of companies want it but uh, not not many are able to actually it's a tricky thing because uh, and that's where spaces like this where we're talking at ybf uh are really crucial link because they they have corporate partners but then they also also have a network of startups and they're able to help yes. make those links and hackathons are good too and you know, uh-huh. done plenty of hackathons. And yeah. Look, it's you know, I suppose to you know, to round that out, you know, we've we've found it's it's very very important that um, you get a diverse network of support, and you know, from from on one end of the spectrum, you know, we've we've worked with the with one start, you know, this one startup for you know basically since day dot since we've um, been working on these bots. And uh, you know, through the journey, we 
we also uh, work really closely with um, IBM. Um, you know, a, a lot of, not certainly not all, but quite a few of our um, of our bots are based off um, IBM Watson Assistant. Um, but you know, they're able to provide us that sort of very technical, uh, you know, enterprise grade experience, and we are one big happy family. Um, you know, <laughs> startup us. You know, um, another big business like IBM that's done a lot of this worldwide, um, and we learn as a collective, um, and we've found that to be really, really successful. And the outcomes and the delivery from that, you know, I think it speaks for itself, which is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an awesome story. Yeah, cool. Well, let's wrap it up there. Thanks so much for uh, coming on the no, show. Thanks for having me.